Life is good. Life is bad. Life is incredible. Life is terrible. Life is extremely long, yet awfully short. Life is easy. Life is hard. Life is extremely complicated and complex, yet so simple. Life is a journey. Life is full of love and filled with joy, but it's also full of hurt and pain. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, life, it's yours. Life is a masterpiece waiting to be created and filled with all the aforementioned ingredients. See, each day you wake up, you're given a brand new blank canvas to create the greatest masterpiece possible. And you have to do that with whatever ingredients you're given. Yours won't look like anyone else's, nor should it, but ultimately it's yours. No one would even bother creating or enjoying art if every creation was simply the same. So now the brush is in your hands and this day is filled with endless opportunities. What incredible masterpiece will you create with today's ingredients? It's time to live and love life. Why you ask? Because you can. You don't need any other reason, simply because you can. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Vitalized Podcast. You are here with your friendly neighborhood host, Mr. Marcus Black. And I got the biggest Kool-Aid smile on my face because you decided to take just a moment and spend some time with me. So I love people, man. People is my passion. And so I'm just so incredibly grateful for you taking time out of your schedule, whether you're running right now, you're working, you're cleaning, whatever you're doing. Thank you for allowing me to be the voice for the next 30 minutes or so of your life. So I just wanted to say, if you're new here, man, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Vitalized community. We are a group of people who are literally all about life, living life, loving life maximizing your life, maximizing your potential in life, finding your purpose. And we start with ourselves. We're building ourselves first. We're realizing that we're not defined by our experiences and learning how to rise above those. And then once we learn how to thrive in this life, we're all about giving life to all those we come into contact with. So if that's what you are about, you are in the right place, my friend. So I got something, man, it's been heavy on my heart for a while that I want to talk about today. And you know, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. And I'll tell you how I got came to this conclusion. But first, just finish my run. It is early. It might not be early when you're listening to this. But while I'm recording this, it's early because I decided to get up super early and get out. Got to take back control of my health and fitness. So got me a quick two miles in, running, running, running. Very difficult. But I'm like a little tired, if I'm honest. And so that is why I cannot wait to get home and get me a cup of Saturday coffee. <laughs> so I just wanted to take a moment and shout out, man, some of my sponsors, the Saturday Coffee Co. And for you, if you are a Java drinker, if you love the black gold, if you love that coffee, seriously, you guys got to give it a try. I told y'all before, I don't love the coffee of flavor. I'm not a regular coffee drinker, but I tasted this stuff and it was incredible. So if you want some, you want to check it out, just visit SaturdayCoffee.co, not .com, but .co, and you will not regret it. I can assure you that, guys. But yes, so this day, 
I was uh, just going through some thoughts the last few days, and I was looking at an old podcast I actually recorded, and it was called Guard Your Heart Above All Else. You got to guard your heart. And I was listening to it, and it was really giving me life because if I'm not careful, and I know you guys can attest to this as well, all of us, if we're honest, can have the propensity to be sucked into some of the things we're seeing today. This culture is thriving on division right now. It's running rampant. Every single thing has found a way to become political from wearing a mask has become political from sports has become political. Everything is a political debate and sides have to be taken. And I'm just like, man, this is tough. And I know if you guys are like me and you're just trying to relax, you're just trying to live your life to the best, to the fullest, maximize your potential. And you can't because all around you, you see World War Three happening. Every time I open social media, I'm like hesitant because I see World War Three happening all around me. And I really wanted to just take a moment and talk about the heart because the heart is the wellspring of life. Your heart is directly connected to your mind. And so I'm going to title this episode, What Goes In Must Come Out, which was the point of the previous episode. So this will basically be a guard your heart part two. But what goes in must come out. And at the end of the day, I just wanted to give you a positive and uplifting message because anybody can sit and talk about the problem all day long. But I am going to also put some accountability out there. And if you're a person who is fell victim to the division and you're on one side or the other side of the aisle on any of those things I named before, whether it be sports, whether it be anthem stuff, whether it be uh, anything, coronavirus, whether it be mask, whether it be politics, Democrat, Republican, you don't have to worry about me because no side will be vilified in this, but everybody will be called to the carpet because at the end of the day, this is about growth and I'm going to be life giving. And what we must do is realize that if we ever want to be who we were created to be, if we ever want to rise up, if we ever want to live out our full, fullest potential in this world, it starts with a healthy heart because a healthy heart determines a healthy mind. And when your mind is healthy, it dictates your actions because you operate out of the overflow of what's in your mind, which is really the overflow of what's in your heart. And I know I found myself over the past few weeks, man, I'm just reading posts on social media. And here's the thing. Like, we're just going to get real practical. This is a conversation. If you're a note taker, I'm sure you can find some notes in here, but this isn't going to be a standard A, B, C, D, E, F, G takeaway. This is just kind of a conversation. And I hope you can put yourself in the seat next to me as if we're really having this conversation. But what I found myself doing was seeing things that I disagree with. And here's the thing. Everybody has this notion, this kind of notion going around that you can't disagree. And if someone disagrees with you, that means you're automatically wrong or you're evil or you're a villain. And I hear that argument on both sides, but that's not the case. It's not about not being able to disagree. 
it's being able to disagree respectfully because at the end of the day, we're all humans. We all want the same thing. All of us want to be genuinely loved, deeply cared for and accepted for who we truly are. We want to have opportunities to build better lives for our children. And we want to have an opportunity to make a living and live into our gifts and our passions and make a life out of that. That's what we all want. There's not a single one of you. And it could be a few hundred of you listening to this. There's not a single one of you who doesn't want what I just said. And if someone says that they do want that, then they're lying because we all want the same thing. How we get there just happens to be different because, and how we see things happens to be different and that's okay. So the first thing I want to tell you, man, is realizing that man, it's okay for us to disagree. It's okay. If we don't all believe the same way I've seen so many posts, if you believe ABCD, then you are the problem. If you believe underlined, then you are the problem. If you believe X, Y, Z, you are the problem. And here's the thing. Some of my beliefs may be problematic. Some of your beliefs may be problematic. Some of all of our beliefs at the end of the day are probably problematic to someone, but we are not the problem. All of us collectively, every single human being on the planet is a part of the problem, but nobody is the problem. So we got to be careful with saying that if your person has been saying that, be careful, man, because you just allow yourself to slip into this behavior. That is the very thing you're trying to fight because I see people fighting for what they believe in. But the problem is we haven't learned how to fight fair and fighting fair is important when you're talking about relationships. Because it would be different, and I have seen a lot of strangers arguing on public posts, on news forums, on sports forums, and that's one thing. But I've also seen a lot of arguments between fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, brothers and sisters. I've seen a lot of division in families, best friends, church members at each other's throats, at each other's necks, going at each other like they are sworn enemies. Like, what? How? No. They are not your enemy. And so you got to learn how to fight fair and really realizing that they are not your enemy. No other human being is your enemy. We all want the same thing. Now we got to find a common ground and learn the art of give and take. So here's the thing. I use myself and my wife as a personal example. Sometimes when we get into it, you know, like things can get intense. We never get ugly with each other, disrespectful, but things can get intense. I mean, that's just human nature. But in my mind, if we disagree on something, it's always in the back of my mind that we are teammates in this relationship. We signed up for this union and there is no way she can win and I lose, or there's no way I can win and she lose. If one of us loses, we both lose. And that's a powerful message for where we are today. There is no way you can win and your fellow man lose. If anybody here feels like a loser, we all lose because we're all on the same team and we're team human. We are team humanity. We're team human. And your fellow brothers and sisters are trying to live. And yeah, we might not see it the same way. We might not look at the economy the same way. We might not look at social issues the same way, but that is okay. Gosh, they don't have to be your enemy. <laughs> You don't have to fight a war because you disagree. It's okay. And I am under the notion or the 
mindset that you can say anything you want to say or anything you believe as long as you say it the right way. And I'm not telling you to pacify anyone. You can be as real as you need to be, but you have to be respectful. If you respect the human being you're speaking to, and I'll give you a practical example. I am an African-American male. I am from the state of Mississippi. I am from the deep South Confederate state of Mississippi. And I've had a lot of experiences growing up. I've had some experiences where I've been actually abused by officers. I've had that real life experience. I've had some experiences where I've been called all types of obscenities just because of my color. I've experienced real racism in my life. I also know the history of this nation. And hey, this is not a debate when I say this. I'm just saying when on the 4th of July came, my heart just wasn't bursting for joy because there was a little bit of conflict because thinking back to 1776, if I was alive, I would not have been free. I would, the freedoms that we celebrate that day did not pertain to me. And when I think about that, it just causes a little like a contradiction in my heart on 4th of July. Cause I'm like, man, I want to be so excited because like, yeah, we won the revolutionary war. But then I know freedom wouldn't come for people who look like me, my ancestors, my grandparents, great grandparents, 450 years or so later. And then you have Jim Crow and all of these other things. So with all of that being said, I just said what I felt. But here's the thing. The way the reason it was received so well is because I did not vilify anyone else in the process. I did not hate people who chose to celebrate the fourth. I'm like, man, have the biggest, best, baddest celebration, loudest celebration, celebrating the freedoms that we all do get to enjoy. I'm like, man, do that. Go out with a bang, have a cookout, have fun. And we can't be all one or the other, of course. So my heart feels a little conflict, but that doesn't mean you can't celebrate or you can't enjoy just because, and it doesn't make you different. It doesn't make you ugly. It doesn't make you racist. I'm like, we have to be able to have these conversations and be able to say whatever's on our mind without making other people the villains. Because here's the thing. We can go as deep as we want to go with this, but I can even think right now as I'm talking, somebody might have a problem with what I just said while they're listening. And I hope you don't. I hope you keep listening because I'm going to land this plane somewhere that I know that we all can agree on. And at the end of the day, all I'm saying is we can have difficult conversations as long as we're respectful. And so when we get past that and you get to the point where you stop vilifying people, now you got to protect your own mind and your own heart. And the way that you do that is by limiting who has access to you on social media. Here's the thing. It's okay to see something that you know is a trigger for you and keep scrolling. So many times we feel like we have to be the answer or we have to enlighten or we have to educate. We feel like we got to do that. You don't have to do that. That's not your responsibility. And at the end of the day, 90% of the people who are posting absurd, extreme, extreme things on social media, 
their mind is made up and you're not going to do anything to change it. So that's basically you casting your pearls in a place where it's not going to be received. Not only is it not going to be received, people are going to suck you down into these low level arguments instead of leadership, productive conversations. And then you're just going to be upset. Then you're just going to be down. Then you're just going to be angry. Then you're going to get pulled out of your character. And then you're going to start doing things and saying things that you regret. You got to protect your mind from the things that you're seeing. Like there are some people right now that you do need to block. And I'm not the person that says just because a person disagrees, says something you disagree with, you unfriend them. I don't think you should do that because we'll never progress if we don't have real diversity of thought, if we don't have real respectful conversations. But if people are just toxic, there's a few people. It's only been maybe three that have been intentionally posting things that they know are triggers to stir the pot, to create division, to create arguments. Those are people that I can't allow in my mental space. I got to protect my own mental space because all what's going to happen is they're going to be happy because they got a rise out of everyone and they're going to be somewhere laughing at all the comments while people are legitimately pouring out their hearts and passions and trying to express themselves and building more hatred in their heart, man. That's not the answer. That is not what I want from anyone. So if you have people like that who are on your social media or even in your real life that you know are always looking for drama, always stirring up the pot, always looking for controversy, man, press pause. Tell them, no, 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 I cannot do this. And you might have to just, hey, I mean, my mentor said it best the other day. He's like, if people keep giving you scissors repeatedly with this toxic behavior, then at some point you got to go snip. You got to cut it because they've given you the scissors. They put them in your hands with this toxic behavior. So again, don't misconstrue that just because someone posts something you disagree with and you blocking them like, no, that's, we got to be more mature than that. And we have to be able to check our own emotions to come to the table to have productive conversations. But beyond that, there's another thing. And this is the one that's really been running rampant. And that is just the information, man. Like we're taking in so much information a mile a minute. And I just wanted to get real practice. This is just a conversation, man. And what I've noticed is throughout all my timeline, and I'm blessed to have a plethora of friends from a bevy of cultures and backgrounds all over the country. So I have a very diverse timeline, (laughs) And on all sides, I'm seeing memes being spread, memes being shared that someone created in a basement in five minutes intentionally false to confirm people's biases of what they believe. And I've almost been guilty of falling into some of those. And I saw a couple of memes early on when everything was happening that I'm like, oh, yeah, see, I've been trying to prove this point. And I was this close to sharing. And then I stopped. I did a simple Google search of the meme I was about to share. Come to find out the meme was false. And it was one that I agreed with. And I was like, oh, man. So here's what I did. I didn't share the meme. I deleted it. And I saw other people that I know and care about sharing it. And I commented to them like, hey, I appreciate you, your heart, your thought, and what you're trying to do. But this information is actually false, even though it proves a point that I agree with. So that's what I'm challenging all of you to do right now. When you see information that you know, like, can number one, can be triggering, but also it's something that you strongly agree with and you couldn't wait to find it because you're going to share it because it's going to prove your point. It's going to let them know and it's going to 
be so clever and it's going to make other people feel bad and show them and tell them how it really is, you probably should, number one, pause and check your heart and ask yourself, what is the goal of you posting this? Is it to prove yourself right? Does it really matter who's right at the end of the day if someone else loses in the process? If your fellow teammate loses in the process, how can you win and they lose? And that's the mindset that we got to trash because we got this mindset of right now of I got to win. I got to win this argument. I got to win this debate. I got to win this political discussion. I got to win. I got to win. I got to win. And I get it. I'm not saying winning is bad, but I'm thinking like, how do we all win? Is it even possible for us to all win? That used to be the way it is. And I think it can be, but it starts in the minds and hearts of the people. And so this one, this information, what I'm talking about is really the key of everything I wanted to talk about. It's the key to all of this is what information are you taking in that you are spreading that, you know, is a going to trigger some people and cause a rise and create more division or B it's only going to destroy relationships. It's only going to tear you apart. And these are questions that you really have to ask yourself. Like, is this going to get us closer or further away from our goal? And even is this information true? Like, is this information even valid? Is it credible? Or is it just okay because I agree with it? And so I'm challenging you right now to stop doing that, man, because we keep blaming the news and the media. And don't get me wrong. They definitely have their role in all of this and they have what they want to do, right? They definitely want to tie things up and they definitely want to, Obviously, what sales, you know, drama sales. But it's not all their fault because just because they're serving it doesn't mean we have to consume it. Because at the end of the day, what goes in must come out. So we spend all this time talking about different things and nuances to what we're facing today. But at the end of the day, what goes into your mind must come out. So now if you find yourself like you constantly bitter, you're constantly upset. You're angry every day. You just want to fight. You want to throw something. You just want to scream. Every time you see some of this stuff on social media that you know is bizarre, you know is absurd, and you feel so strongly about it, and you see sources out there who are confirming these thoughts, man, what are you putting into your mind? Because that's what's going to come out. So then you wind up in one of these situations that keep going viral of different people, different interactions where everybody's got their camera phones out. And then you respond because you're up to your wits end because you're fed up with everything you've been seeing. And you're not a horrible person. You're not even a bad person. But because your mind is so clouded and so bombarded with all of the chaos that's going on around you, it came out in a moment of passion. And now you look like a villain in front of the world. And I don't want anybody that's listening to this to look or feel like a villain because we lost control of our emotions because we're fed up. And why are we fed up? Here's the thing. You're always going to see what you're looking for. You're always going to see what you're looking for. If you're looking for good in the world, that's what you're going to see. But if you're looking for division, if you're looking for chaos, I give you a prime example. If I was looking for all of the examples of police brutality and I go looking for that on my timeline, guess what? I'm going to find a hundred examples. I'm going to find all of these victims of people getting beat and drug and abused by police. I'm also going to find it's going to start feeding it to me. Then it's like, Oh, he likes this. The algorithms on social media, on the advertisements are going to be showing me more and more and more and more of what I'm looking for. But if you're looking for 
different things on the other side. If you're looking for far, I don't even know the difference between left and right. That's how you know like where my heart is. But if you're looking for far right things and like ultra, ultra, ultra extreme conservatism and you're looking for this and you're trying to prove a point that people are attacking police and people are brutalizing police and attacking the innocent and they're burning down cities and they're tearing up things. If that's what you're looking for, guess what you're going to find? You're going to find hundreds of videos and examples of that. And guess what? There's 335 million people in this country. Both of those instances are relatively small. Police brutality is a real issue. It's not okay. But it's also not a huge, tremendous, like 90% of the officers participating in this. There's just some things that we have to address just from a systemic point of view, you know, that we got to look at. But also on the flip side of that, people abusing officers and disrespecting authority and escalating situations is also a problem. Anytime someone goes and burns down any property that they don't own, that's also a problem. We can say all of these things are problems, but here's the thing. I'm not going and looking for any of those. You know what I'm looking for? I am looking for people who are living their best life, for people who are living their life, trying to grow, trying to learn, trying to overcome the adversity that they face to maximize their potential in this world. And then on top of that, they're going and serving the people around them. They're serving their community. They're serving their city. They're serving their state and they're serving the nation in this world that's what i'm looking for so guess what my timeline is filled with world changers who are out owning not-for-profits who are traveling the world who are feeding the homeless who are clothing the homeless who are taking care of the less fortunate who are building up and who are giving back and who are loving their families because that's what i'm looking for so what am i saying to you if you talk about what goes in is what's going to come out, you see the way I communicate is always super respectful. It's always going to be sometimes not everything I say is liked or not everything I say is loved, nor will it be, nor will everything you say be liked or loved. But I'm going to say it in a way that's respectful because no human deserves my disrespect. We all deserve the same level of respect and love and care that we so freely give to people who agree with us like even people who are quote unquote on the other side of an argument on the other side of the aisle they deserve your love and respect too so what am i saying to you man what does all of this mean what you're looking for is what you're gonna find and i'm challenging everyone listening to the sound of my voice right now to go look for unity man (laughs) Instead of looking for these messages that confirm your biases or confirm what you believe or prove your point, what happens if you start looking for messages, not that agree with the other side, but just looking for the good, looking for the positive? What if we made positivity go viral? What if we made love go viral? What if we gathered together all different cultures, all different races, all different colors, all different religions? What if we came together, served our community, gave back to the less fortunate, took care of the children, mentored? paid it forward serve 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 what happens then how does our timeline change how does our mind change how does our heart change because what goes in must come out and at the end of the day we're never going to get anywhere divided divided we fall but united we stand so i'm calling us to unity right now i know unity isn't easy you know why because we all have ways we agree with we all have things that we're predisposed to because of our environment because of the way we grew up because of our culture because of our preferences and that's okay to have those but what 
can we sacrifice? I'm not saying sacrifice the things that you stand on or your foundations of your moral compass, but I'm also saying, but what can you give a little? Where can we meet in the middle? Where can we lock arms? Because we say what connects us is far greater than what divides us and we're all human and we all got goals and we all got dreams and we all got passions. And we're gonna go somewhere, but we're not gonna get there divided. We can only get there together. So I'm challenging you, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, please lock arms with me. Please stop listening to this nonsense. Please protect your heart, protect your peace, protect your mind. Stop eating all of the garbage that they are feeding us. Sometimes that we are feeding us because we're going and looking for And let's start eating healthy diet, a healthy diet of positivity, a healthy diet of life, a healthy diet of love, a healthy diet of purpose and passion in this world. Because when we do that, we can change the world. So I'm challenging you to be a world changer. I'm challenging you to go with me. I'm challenging you to walk with me, talk with me, ride with me, and let's go change this world. Why? Because we can vitalize.